out of Nicholas's line of sight, no doubt taking his place by the door, where he would stand unnoticed until their king next commanded him to some errand. Nicholas bowed to King Edward. A silent rush of excitement raced up his spine as he awaited the monarch's attention. Rise, Edward commanded. Sire. Nicholas took note that none of Edward's usual advisers were there. Whatever the task was, it was not one Edward wanted widely known. I am your servant. Edward's mouth tightened into a single determined line. You have been a long time in London. Nicholas nodded. I have, sire. You have enjoyed your leisure? The king asked. I have. Not. No matter how good of terms he was on with the king, he'd not complain about waiting for his summons for nigh on three months. No one would dare such an impertinence with this man. Nicholas smiled, his pleasure at this private audience genuine. I am, however, as always at your command, my lord. The king looked at the page and with a flick of his long-fingered hand dismissed him. He waited until the door was closed, then beckoned Nicholas to approach. You are politic as always, master spy. I know well how you chafe at lingering in my court. I have been awaiting news. When it came, it was not what I wanted. So I find I have need of your very special skills. Others have failed where I think you can succeed. A challenge indeed, but this was the sort of task Nicholas enjoyed the most, besting his fellows, an opportunity to prove once more that he was worthy of the king's great regard. Nicholas did not hesitate to let his pleasure at the king's assessment of his skill show on his face. I have never failed you, sire. I shall not start now. I expect no less. Edward turned back to gaze out the window, though he seemed lost in thought rather than drawn by the view. It is no secret who your father was, the king said. Nicholas kept his breath even. His hands relaxed at his sides. He carefully maintained his pleased expression of a moment ago, though it did not suit this odd turn in the conversation. He did not know where the king led him, but no good had ever come from the vicious Lord Hugh of Stanwick's, Nicholas's sire. When Nicholas didn't respond, the king glanced over his shoulder and raised one gray and ginger eyebrow. It is also no secret that your mother was Scottish. Nicholas verified what the king already knew with a single nod. An English knight having his way with an unwilling Scottish lass was not unheard of, though his sire had been particularly vicious. His mother's clan had accepted her bastard bairn, even if his mother never could, though they'd never embraced him as one of their own. Later, when he'd left Scotland behind him for a new life, He'd confronted his father, and learned firsthand just how brutal the man was. Nicholas had known the circumstances of his birth for as long as he could remember, and apparently so did everyone else. The only difference was that he didn't care. He'd determined a long time ago that his parents had nothing to do with the person he was now. The king watched him for a long moment. Nicholas had seen more than one powerful man squirm under such royal scrutiny, but he waited.
What do you remember of Scotland? Some, Your Majesty. I know it to be a backward, rough country filled with barbarians. That wasn't exactly his memory of the place, but it was the expected description. I have not been there since I first came to my father's manor at Stanwix's when I was ten and two. I have but few memories of my time there. Few he'd share at any rate. The king ran a finger and thumb over his mustache, smoothing it in a gesture Nicholas had seen often. Do you remember enough of the Scots to become one? He turned to face Nicholas and captured his gaze. I have seen you become a Welshman in the blink of an eye. Can you do the same as a Scotsman? Being a spy required the ability to blend in with those spied upon.